0: Hello, welcome back to another You Are My Borough with myself, Dom Shaw, and Scott Wilson. Our last video on Monday or Tuesday was reflecting on the weekend win, and here we are again reflecting on another win for Borough, the Carabao Cup. Makes it easier, doesn't it? At Bradford and a fourth round trip to St. James's Park. I'm going to avoid the classic old soccer AM gag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, not um, that hard. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Michael Carrick was asked about that in his press conference today, which, which I've been to. We'll have a good chat about that. We'll look ahead to the trip to Watford on Saturday. Before we get stuck in, just, just a reminder uh, that if you're watching on YouTube, then please subscribe. Leave a comment, as we always say, because we do appreciate that. If you're listening on podcasts, then rate, review, um, and get in touch with us on Twitter or, or via email uh, with anything you want us to discuss or any issues you want you want talking about on the pod, on the vids. Bradford, a win, from the outside looking in, Scott, everything I've read, everything I've listened to since, it, it looked all very routine.
1: It was. Yeah, it was. Um, it, was a, it was a slightly hard one to come away and know exactly what to make of it because Borough were very good. They were utterly dominant. They controlled the game really well. There were some very good individual displays. There were some players who maybe hadn't massively impressed to that point who looked a lot better but the caveat has to be it was against League Two opposition who, even even given that they're a League Two side, I was pretty disappointed with Bradford. At no stage did they get in amongst Borough, did they really snap and bite, did they show anything to suggest that they had anything that was going to knock Borough out of their stride. So, um, you know We'll talk about the specifics, I guess, in a second. But I think my, my overall takeaway is a really good night for Borough. Another good win. Kept the momentum going from the weekend. Obviously, we've now seen the draw. Big chance to go deep in the competition. But it's probably a bit dangerous to read too much into get a, a, a win over what was a pretty poor side.
0: And, and given the last league game was, was the best performance of the season so far, and obviously the best result of the season so far, the the chances are that the team at Watford on Saturday is going to be the same as, or very similar. Yeah. You know, Rav Vandenberg might be missing, which we'll touch on in a bit, but but very similar to the game on Saturday. But but which of the players who were in at Bradford staked a claim, even if it doesn't mean that they're going to be straight in the team? Who will have yeah. given Alex something to think about?
1: So I think in, in that respect, um, I mean, first up, I thought the two best players on the pitch were probably Hackney and McGree, who... Um played really well, um, you know, ran the midfield. They're obviously, you know, nailed on starts of the weekend. You'd think Dan Barlacer I thought was good. Um, he w- was obviously the other one in there in the in the kind of heart of midfield. Um and he and he just he he, he set the tone, I thought, by just popping the ball around really nicely in the first 15-20 minutes, kept Borough moving forward, kept possession. Now again. The caveat being that he just seemed to have a, an awful lot of time and space. Why Mark Hughes didn't get his central midfielders to get tight to the Borough, at the very least, I don't know. Um, maybe they weren't able to, you know what I mean? Um, so that, that's the caveat there, but I thought Barlazer did well. And and then I thought Latilath looked good. Um, you know, as he kind of has in a number of the games, really, he makes good runs, doesn't he? He's very mobile. He wants to dart in behind. He's always looking to be busy. Um, he got his goal, which obviously helped. What again? What you would probably say is the keeper should probably save it.
0: But yeah, I was say, but it was a good run, wasn't it? It was He's
1: great. Out by Hackney. He's hit it first time. He's hit the target. The classic. If you don't buy a raffle, a ticket rather for the raffle, you're never going to win it. He's taken his chance. The ball's gone in, um, and and he made another couple of really good runs. In you know, in in the rest of the game, I thought so. Uh, I thought there was a definite tick in the box for him. And then I thought Rodgers came onto a game. I thought he was fairly quiet for a lot of the first half. Um, but he was more of a threat in the second half. He obviously got his goal as well, which he took really well. Um, and again, you know, there were signs there. That, and again, like we've kind of seen it, there is a player there. It's just, you know, with the greatest will in the world, should he be standing out against a League Two side? Yes, he probably should. Um, and he did. So, you know, he's still got to show he can do it in the cut and thrust of the championship. But I thought he was another positive.
0: Let, let's talk about Dunbar Lacer because he, he's a funny one, isn't he? And, he? and he's in a funny position, really, in which the, the, the second half of last season when he signed obviously kind of arrived. I think was he joint top of the championships assist chart at the time. Yeah. He was Rotherham's standout player. The, the feeling was at the time um, he's going to find it difficult to break into this midfield now. But but he will in time, he will establish himself as, as a key Borough man in time. Um, and yet now he, he, he might well, maybe through, yeah, through no fault of his own directly, probably finds himself further down the pecking order this season than he did last season. Yeah. you probably, although Brian's been playing at left back, you probably think that that's, you know, is that a long-term fix? Really, yeah. Or Is he going to play there? And then, O'Brien goes back into midfield. It's a difficult one for Barlacer, isn't it? And 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 in those games when Burr are on top, when Burr are controlling games, I, I find he looks he looks he looks a million dollars. I still wonder in in a real ding dong of a championship game whether him and Hackney mm. may be a little bit too alike to play as a two. You miss yeah. Johnny Housen. Johnny Halson so sorely missed whenever he's not in there. In the not there. I, I
1: I know what you mean about is Barley's and Hackney too. Like in some ways I think Barlazer's kind of problem is he's actually not really a, a light for light replacement for either House and Hackney. Yeah. So if Hackney and Housen are you, are your number ones, which they clearly are at the moment and, and you know deserve to be. If Housen's not there. Can Barleza come in and do the job that Johnny Housen does? I would argue against a you know a, a top championship side, probably not.
0: I don't and, think and sorry to put in, but, but yeah, the yes. fact that Michael Carrick put Alex Mowat in at yes. the back end of last season rather than Barlesa suggests Carrick is going to
1: so then you think, well, okay, is he a more natural fit to replace Hackney? And 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 he probably is, but I don't think he's as creative as Hackney. I don't think he's got the thrusting Kind of runs and energy, you know the run that Hackney made to set up Lattelath's goal the other night. I don't think Barleza makes that run. Now that's not to say he's not got other strengths because he has, but I think at the moment, if you're playing him and Housen together, you're you're missing that real thrust of energy to break forward and 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 be an extra forward and, and and you know a bit of dynamism in there. I think it's a fairly one-paced central midfield. If it's Hackney, uh, if, sorry, if it's Hausen and Barleza, so. For me, I think his difficulty is that he's trying to dislodge one of those two players. But if either of those two players is missing, I'm not sure he's your go-to man as an obvious replacement for either of them. I think that's his problem at the minute.
0: I know we talked earlier in the season about... When O'Brien came in, whether Carrick might be tempted to maybe move to a midfield three, and and you wonder then whether yeah, and and, you know, and that's not going to happen, is it? If it no, didn't, if it no. didn't happen in that in that run of games where Boro were losing and playing poorly, yeah, then it's never going to happen. I
1: think that's it? probably ideal for Barley, because then you can play. You know, I think that him, House, and, and Hackney would work great as a three, because you've got a bit of everything there. You've got the defensive shield in in House, and you've got the kind of metronomic keep the ball moving, ball player in Barlacer, and you've all got strange. the energy and the thrust and runs and the creativity of Hackney. So I think as a three, that that would really, you know, th- th- there's a lot of potential in that unit. The problem, as we've seen, is Michael Carrick doesn't play that way and at the moment doesn't seem to suggest at all that, that he's, you know, thinking about ripping up his, his, his preferred tactical template and going for that. So, you know, at the moment, I don't think that's on the cards, but I think it could probably work.
0: And, and on the Cup, uh, our, our video and pod earlier this week, I, I titled Borough's Cup Opportunity, and I'm thinking to myself as I'm doing it, I'm you know, i am I I'm going a bit early with this? It's it's only the third round. And yet now there's absolutely yeah. no denying that's the case. You, you know, away to a League One team who've beaten Luton Town, a Premier League team, they're in the top six in League One, so they're clearly no mugs. But But if you'd have said before the competition started that, in the fourth round, you're going to be away to a League One team for a place in the last eight. You'd have you'd have absolutely snapped the hand off. It. And and a game mm. without getting ahead of myself, although I clearly am. Um there's enough teams left in it to potentially get a kind draw in the quarters in the as well, If you get
1: them. yeah, it was interesting after the game. So we spoke to Michael Carrick obviously on the touchline at Valley Parade after the game, and obviously the draw, you know, it's the night before the draw is gonna be made, and we kind of said, Look, you know, what what do you fancy? You know, do you fancy a Man United or a Man City because they were obviously still in at that stage, or a Liverpool at the Riverside? Big night, Carrick's never really had one, he's had the playoffs, but he's never really had that type of a game. Has he a free hit almost against one of the real big boys, sold out Riverside on the telly, etc. Cetera, etc.? Cetera. Or would you rather have what they've ended up getting, which is a you know, infinitely less glamorous tie, but a tie that Borough clearly have a bigger chance of winning? And he kind of ummed and nerd and he thought about it for a bit, and then he said, no, I think, I think you, want to, you want to maximise your chance of staying in the competition and winning football matches. And that's what this draw does. You know, it's, it's not the most glamorous. It's a, it's a brute of a midweek trip for the Borough fans. <laughs> now, you know, I think there's a lot of interest there, because I think I'm right in saying it's their first ever competitive game against Exeter, isn't it? So it's a ground that a lot of fans won't have been to. So um, I think it falls in half-term as well. So I, I, I suspect that there's going to be... You know, it's still a, a real travelling contingent down there, but it's it's as far as you're going to go on a midweek. You know, Plymouth's a little bit further, and, and that's coming the weekend after. So, my goodness, what a week for the travelling army that is! Um, but it's a winnable game, isn't it? You know, it's a it's a game against League One opposition. And if you'd said if you'd said to Michael to any Borough fan or to Michael Curry before the start of the season, you can get to the quarterfinals of the League Cup by beating three sides. In League One and League Two, and one side who you would, all things being equal, will finish below you in the Championship this season. You know, if those things don't don't come round very often, do they? Now, to be, you know, well done to Borough in that they've ma- they've made the most of their fortunes so far. Can they go and do it again by winning the exit there and then, like you say, you get to the quarterfinals? Well. Mansfield are playing Port Vale in another fourth round game. Goodness me, if you got one of them at home in the, or even away in the, in the quarterfinals, then, you know, <laughs> what are what, um, what you thinking about then? You're clearly thinking about, goodness me, you know, we're looking at semis, final, goodness knows what. So that's still a bit off. They've got to go to Exeter. Exeter having a good season in League One. It won't necessarily be easy down there. But Burrell starts favourites and they'll deserve to.
0: Well, just on that, and I'm clearly getting carried away now, but looking at the draw, Man United play Newcastle, West yes, Ham play Arsenal. So, so yeah. you're going to get two of the two of the top five, six, seven in the Premier League getting knocked out. Yeah. But then, like you said, there you've got Mansfield playing Port Vale. You're going to have either Ipswich or Fulham getting through. Yeah. Which Everton, you
1: know, not easy, but you'd fancy you'd fancy Borough's chances against two of them, certainly at the Riverside.
0: Yeah, Everton versus Burnley, and even as ridiculous as this sounds, Chelsea versus Blackburn. You know, given well, the way, given the way Chelsea, yeah, are playing, the way Chelsea. Up, I mean, yeah,
1: you, you you know, if if Borough were playing Chelsea in a in a quarter final, clearly Chelsea are favourites. But you know, it's it's not like it would have been ten years ago playing 10 Chelsea, years ago, is it? No, so, no.
0: So it's not just Manchester. There, there are a few it's games, great in there. opportunity,
1: isn't it? But but they, you know, they've got to go and do what, in fairness to them, they did on Tuesday night, which was be really professional, get a grip of the game from the early stages, make sure that, that you know the crowd aren't on top of you from the word go. You're the ones dictating the game, and then go and win it. Um, and there's no reason why they can't do that at Exeter. Now you know I've I've never been at St James's Park. I don't know if you have, have you?
0: No, no,
1: so, no. So. I, I imagine it's a bit different to valley parade and that you suspect it'll be smaller tighter more like a lower league ground i mean valley parade is you know it's got those two massive stands there was a whole a whole obviously of borough fans it didn't feel intimidating david v goliath cup cliches etc exeter probably will feel more like that so the borough are going to have to handle that but it's a massive chance
0: yeah, it is, and and you know what you would say is Exeter will probably be looking at it in the same way. In the yes, the, yes, you know, for a League One team to get a, to get a home game against the Championship against the Championship is, team is probably more, is, Mansfield, a
1: twenty second in the league with the group. Yeah. This, yeah, you know, they'll be looking at it and thinking, no, yeah, exactly, you know, bang on for us this.
0: Yeah, other than Mansfield and Port Vale, that, that is that is probably the draw or one of the two or three um, games that we wanted. Whenever you think and, and clearly this isn't the same, but whenever you think of burrowing a cup opportunity, it takes you back to that Cardiff game. So yeah. we'll get get it out of yeah. the way now and yeah. Hopefully we're we'll going talk about it again, but we will no doubt in the game. Yeah, in the, uh, be in the that,
1: of all the big, big well, obviously oh, playoff defeats and yes. massive opportunities, but yeah, that 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 was a, a big opportunity missed, wasn't it?
0: Because it, was. it felt it felt it at the time and, and even with time. The, yeah. the pain doesn't necessarily ease because oh, yeah. you still yeah. look back and think, what an opportunity yeah. that yeah, was. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of swap over now. I'll jump in because while I was at Bradford, um, you were at Rockcliffe today, speaking to Michael Carrick, ahead of Watford at the weekend. So, um, I mean, you touched on it to start. Let, let's start with kind of injury and, and team stuff. Um Sounding like Vandenberg probably still out, Bangura definitely still out, Force yeah. probably still out. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it's, that right? I'm, I'm, I'm past the point of, of trying to decode Michael Carrick's injury press conference yeah. update. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, there's been a few times when I've came away, thought, I'm thinking, well, he's definitely not playing. And then sure enough, he's, he's there in a starting yeah, 11 yeah. on the Saturday. But, but Vandenberg, he said, is touch and go. There's a, there's a neural issue with, with the hamstring, obviously, that forced him off against Southampton last week. Yeah. So, again, on that touch and go, he, he's not definitely ruled out. But what you would
1: say on the Vandenberg situation, though, is because Tommy Smith is now back and, and, and he's available uh, yeah. it, 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 and McNair's there. Yeah. It, it, it's not the situation that it maybe was a couple of weeks ago where you were thinking, you know, if Vandenberg. If you could patch him up and get him on the pitch, that's what you probably have to do. They're yeah. not in that situation now, are they?
0: No. And on Vandenberg, and 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 um, this will be up. This I'll be online. These quotes will be online first thing Thursday morning, and and in sorry Friday morning, and in and in Friday's echo. Um, a lot has been made of of the struggle of Borough's summer signings, or of some of Borough's signings so far, hmm. and yet Vandenberg, a, a defender who only turned nineteen a couple of months ago, really has come in and already quickly established himself yeah. as a pretty key player. Yeah. You think that he, he, he came in as a centre-half. He's filled in at right-back on several occasions. He filled in at left-back in the second half at Sheffield Wednesday, even though Carrick said he'd never played there before. And Carrick was purring today, really, about how impressed he's been with Vandenberg. On yeah. and off the pitch, he said he realised straight away when he came in, there's a real... Kind of self-assurance and confidence about him, but the type he likes—not not not, yeah. not a cocky arrogance, just a, just a kind of self-belief. Yeah. And he also talked about the fact that you know it's no secret that Vandenberg was courted by plenty of big clubs, and Roma and Dortmund and AC Milan have mm-hmm. all been linked over the over the years and, and Vandenberg said he, he chose Burra because he, he wants to play football uh, or yeah. he wants to increase or maximise his chance of playing football. And Carrick was saying he, <clears throat> he loves that. You know, he loves that attitude to someone, <clears throat> sorry, someone wants to come in and, and, and is desperate to play. Um, and
1: that versatility is is, is already well, that, a big asset, isn't it? Because, you know, Burra don't necessarily have a lot of players now in the back line, you, you know, it felt like a few seasons ago they did have they had a number of players that would slot in. Now McNair obviously can, but um, apart from that, he's probably really valuable in that respect, isn't he? That like you say, he can play anywhere across the back four.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Fry and Lenahan are centre halves. Three centre halves as is Clark. Smith, Smith's played there, played at centre half, but he's a right back, isn't he? Yeah. Like Steele, same, has played at centre half yeah. in the field, but he's a, in a three
1: maybe. But you wouldn't want it in a four, would you?
0: <clears throat> no, so yeah, I, th- I think you can already see. That despite the fact he's only 19 and he's still getting the grips of the Champions Bank, you can already see that Vandenberg's going to be a pretty important player this mm. season. But he might be missing on, on Saturday. Right. And, and, and what Dewey, about, and yeah, what about you know what?
1: then? Yeah, because Force is another interesting one, isn't he? <clears throat> Who was such a big player in the second half of last season and then. You know, started the season a bit like McGree, kind of in and out of the team to a degree. And you were wondering, well, what's going on there? And then obviously he's got the injury. So, you know, it's been a bit of a truncated start of the season for Force, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Carrick's words were, we're hoping he'll be back in and around it. Now, okay. whether that means back in and around training or back in and around the squad on match day, we'll find out at the two o'clock on Saturday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. A game with Force, I think what you would say on Saturday is Isaiah Jones, you would think, is a certain starter given yeah. his performance against Southampton last week. But but I think Borough's chances in any game are maximised when force is either in the team or on the bench. Or because yeah. he's, he's he's pretty consistent when he's a starter, isn't he? And, yeah. and I think he makes an impact from a bench. We've talked about this, especially away from home when a game might be stretched. Um, so... Regardless of whether he's in on Saturday or not, he's clearly knocking on the door and he's going to yeah, be back soon. Totally. And if he's not in on Saturday, you would expect he's back in for Cardiff on Tuesday and Sunday next Saturday. Bangura, that's not so clear because yeah. all Carrick said was um it's a little bit of time yet. He's, he's not ready. So you would suspect. I thought it was interesting that Carrick opted against even playing Engel in a cup game at Bradford on Tuesday night. The fact that he wanted O'Brien to get another out in, in his yeah. legs, in that position, suggests that he's clearly going to play there and get to grips with that role for now. Um, so it he does was-
1: feel like that's not going to change until Bangura's back, doesn't no. it? That, that You know, O'Brien um, has had two good performances there now. So, you know, yeah, it looks like he kind of stays there. Just on force, I mean, I, I agree with you that at the moment, you know, having those wide positions have been in a state of flux so far this season. But I think at the moment, Jones and McGree have pretty much put their hands up to say these are our spots at the moment. And I'd be surprised if they didn't start the weekend. If they carry on in that form, then obviously they stay there, you would imagine. What about force as a 10? Could force play in the role that at the moment Matt Crooks is playing, Rogers played in the the week, neither of them have been, I think it's fair to say, exceptional in, in the league games thus far. Is force an option there?
0: I, I just think with that, and, and, and a few people have said to me, Well, what about Force going back through the middle as a striker when it, when mm-hmm. he was signed? And and I just think with that, if, if Carrick was gonna do it, he'd have done it by he'd now. Where yeah. where, where, <laughs> Burra, where Burra didn't have a you know, where Burra didn't have a striker, they played Morgan Rogers up front, they didn't have a natural striker, and even then Carrick resisted any temptation to put to put force back through the middle. And and I, I just think if if he saw him as possibly a ten, I did wonder whether Carrick could maybe have like a curveball up his sleeve this season, as he did with Akpom last season, for example. Yeah, the going in the right or Crooks going up front. Yeah. Um, but no, I, th- I think I think he clearly sees him as a as a right winger, and I, I don't expect that to change. Like, like you said, at the minute McGree, and we we asked him about McGree today, and because. It was a peculiar one, McGree not not starting, wasn't it, in the early stage yeah. of the season? And Carrick insisted today that it that he it wasn't because he was doing anything wrong, but he did say that now he thinks McGree is is back in his rhythm or back you know back in the back in the yeah. rhythm we saw last season. So where the reading between the lines that suggests he didn't think that was the case in the yeah, early stages of the totally season. Wrong. Um yeah. but but you know he set he scored on Saturday, he, he created the Roger's goal on Tuesday. Yeah, mcgree has got to be in the Borough team, hasn't he? It's, it's especially at the minute when Borough aren't I, 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 thought...
1: I think he's... I think, well, I thought he was the best player against um, Southampton and I thought he was pretty much the best player against Bradford, maybe just edged out by Hackney, who I, who I gave the man of the match to. But yeah, I, I, for me, he's been pretty much the best player in the last two games. So I'll be utterly amazed if he didn't start the weekend. What, what, are you, what, what was the general feeling about Watford then and, and the challenge that Borough will have? And obviously massive getting that that um that first win at the weekend but the you know the next challenge is the first away win isn't it can, can they go to vicarage road and do it
0: well it, carrick, carrick was asked you know has 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 there been a lift around the place on the back of those two wins? And and he said no because the place didn't need lifting, which taps into everything he said over the last yeah, few weeks. Yeah, man, yeah, doesn't yeah. It? The mood's been great, and you know you wouldn't guess that we're not winning games. What he did say though was we we need to build on on the last week now. That that has to be the start. Um, yeah. And I, and I think I know Cardiff have had a good start. And Cardiff won won at Sunderland last week, although that was a proper smash and grab job, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But I think even if you can go to Watford and get a draw, that that Cardiff home game looks very winnable. And then suddenly, yeah, you know, then your four championship games are beaten. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself again here, but I but I do just think these next two games present an opportunity for Borough. Watford Watford aren't the daunting prospect that they might have been this time last year when they'd just come down from the Premier no. League and fancy to go up again. That that you know that I mean what, what do you expect? once
1: since the opening day of the season. And I mean, they, they obviously got turned over pretty comprehensively at Leeds last time out. And if like you say, if you look at that side, a fair bit below even the Watford side that was underperforming last season when there was still Jao Pedro and there was still Ishmael Asar. You know, they have all gone it, with the greatest will in the world. This Watford side now has the look of a team from a from a club that's not been able to spend its parachute payments properly and is had to kind of clear the decks and is trying to start again
0: and, and Valerian Ishmael is, is one of those managers isn't he where i think we've seen from his time at Barnsley and at, and at West Brom if to be successful he's, he's got to have players buying into his the yeah. way he wants to play um now Watford don't have a Watford way, do they? It's not a case of them bringing in a manager and and the the style continues, as say Swansea have been known to have over the years, mm-hmm. or, or or Brentford. Um, so you would think if Ishmael's come in and tried to put his touch on things, that that's not going to happen overnight, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I do fancy Bor to go there and get and get something, even if even if it's a point. Um, yeah. Unless I say that that then you then look back on a on a. On a good week, because this time last week, it felt like a massive few days for Borough, didn't it? it? Did. That Southampton yeah, it game felt huge. And that, and that Bradford game and on the back it was, you was know, of the opportunity.
1: Exactly, yeah. Potential banana skin if things hadn't gone right against Southampton.
0: Yeah. Um, so I just think, yeah, as Carrick said today, you want to build on that now. That has to be the start, not just a, a yeah. false dawn, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, 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 I'm like you. I look at that game and think, do you know what? On paper, you first thought, Watford away, oh, that's going to be tough. You know, Watford only just out the Premier League, you know, rebuilding. Blah, blah, blah. But but actually, they haven't started the season well. They, um, Yeah, I, I don't think they're anything like the side that they were even last season. They weren't a very good side then. So, um, I I think Borough, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think Borough will get something from there. And then, like you say, a midweek home game against Cardiff, it suddenly feels like you're going into that. Looking at it, potentially seven or nine points from a three-game run, and and maybe even edging towards the you know top half of the table again. So um, we're getting ahead of.
0: Right. <laughs> I was just about to. Say, so far in this fit but twenty-six minutes in, we've, we've got Borough making the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: <In> the <laughs> the towards
1: the top half of the table. Fickle, Let, fickle, let's revisit it when they get two 0 at Watford and they get <laughs> beat on penalties in Exeter.
0: Yeah, that's, that's about right. Isn't
1: it? Yeah, um, dear, great. Man. Well, I mean, is there any any other business from from the presser before we wrap up? Anything else that um, that you think's worth flagging up?
0: No, no, I think that's that's about that. Um, there was, uh, as I say, as well as the as well as the injuries, there was there was the Vandenberg stuff that that that'll be online first thing Thursday morning. Yeah. Also talked about McGree. He, he talked about the cup draw. Um, which, which, as you'd expect, <laughs> you know, he wasn't yeah. giving anything away there. It wasn't
1: exactly dynamite here. Uh, no, it, no, it, no. It which was, you can uh, understand. I mean, you
0: know, had, you know it's kind of a, yeah,
1: it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you know, managers in that situation have to say, "Oh, look, you know, we take what we're given. We fully respect them." Blah, blah, blah. But you do wonder if, when that draw actually came out, I suspect that secretly Carrick was, yeah, okay, you know, we'll 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 more than take that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I always think that were cup draws. You'd love to be a fly on the wall when it comes mm. in. Like Whether the instinctive reaction is like, oh. And yeah. then Newcastle when they got the Champions League draw, for example. But then yeah, they, they focus switches. I mean, that,
1: that's an interesting one, actually, because we did ask them about that. And the club put on like an event at the training ground for all the players and the staff and everything to watch the draw. And I think it was, I think it was Dan Byrne we were talking to after one of the games. And he was like, OK, so the first one comes out. And you're thinking, oh, wow, you know, this is it. It's, then the next one comes out, and it and then the realization dawns that you've got all three of them, and it's um, and it's like wow, you know what I mean. So um, but yeah, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to know with, with Carrick. I I think he's got to be thinking now. Wow, what a chance! Yeah, like, yeah, we've talked about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do too. Maybe, maybe we could see if we could put a video in the corner and film the Borough players for the quarterfinal draw. Yeah, it that far. Yeah, Mans Mansfield will play Middlesbrough. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. I got locked in once at Mansfield, so that'd be a uh, that'd be an enjoyable trip back there. But, I yeah, am I'll
1: pretty play. sure, um, and I, I, I'm pretty sure, and again, this is a, we, we, they're not even playing Mansfield, are they? But I'm pretty sure I saw Don Glee score at Mansfield. Yeah, he did. Was that and, and that's a that is a real rarity. And yeah. we we went to speak to him after the game. Um, and kind of stopped him just as he was getting on the bus. And um, it was one of them where he could barely speak a word of English. We clearly couldn't speak any Korean. And and we were were kind of trying. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I have an abiding memory that all he kept on saying was, I really like the park. I really like the park. And we were thinking that he must mean like the Riverside, like he's enjoying being playing at the Riverside. And it was only when... We kind of delved deeper with one of the press offices. He's like, "No, no, he, he's on about um, Stewart's Park. He goes walking there every morning."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would you just do the back page out of that?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with great difficulty, I think. There we go. I'm, same, loving life,
0: I'm loving life on Teesside, Rose Donglu. I'm, 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 I'm,
1: I'm, 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 uh, I'm wasting my gold dust Mansfield copy here. I they haven't even drawn them yet. Let's see.
0: Just, just quickly before we wrap up. What, how were how, how, how you on the 92 Club?
1: Do you know, I just had a look.
0: Because I was killing myself this morning.
1: I had a look earlier. Um, so... I'm I'm a little bit ill about this. So I'm I'm I say obviously it's the ninety-two as they exist at the minute, but it's gotta be the ground that they're at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've been to a ground and then they play a different ground now, that don't count. Uh, yeah. I'm on seventy-nine.
0: Does it have to be a competitive game? No, but
1: it's gotta be a game.
0: So friendly. Well,
1: friendly counts. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, a friendly yeah. counts. But it's, you can't just wander into the ground. You've got to have watched a game of football in yeah, yeah. that ground.
0: Well, Exeter will make it 80.
1: Exeter will make it 80. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll have to count yeah. myself. Up. I, I think I'm on 50-something, but I'll have to count myself. I was thinking about yeah. it myself this morning, but I'll have to probably think,
1: do this. So I've got the full house in the Premier League and the Championship. I think I need four in League One. Right. So that'll leave us needing about eight or so in um, in League Two. But but League um two. yeah, this this'll, Exeter will tick me to 80.
0: Yeah. I need to do Plymouth, um, which I'm, which I'm. Yeah, which um, I think
1: you're. you're yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm the of i think I think it was. I think it was. Burrow I actually saw at Plymouth. It was either? Uh, it, I remember it was a bank holiday. I'm pretty sure it was Easter Monday. Can't really remember whether it was Borough or Sunderland. Uh, you'd be talking fifteen years ago, probably. I think it was Borough, Burough, you know. Borough fans will be screaming at me now on, on the uh, on the video on that, and that, and they'll know it far better than me. I, I think it was Borough, and I, wasn't I'm
0: Borough? Sure well, it, it wasn't Borough was in the it. Strachan in the Strachan era by any chance? Was it? Was it in New England? Yeah, the...
1: yeah it, was, it probably was about that. What I remember, what I remember is that I did a game in London on the Saturday, which I think was a Sunderland game, and then drove to Plymouth to do the Plymouth Borough on Easter Monday. So, you know, that was great. It's
0: a dream weekend, that get,
1: get out of the way. <laughs> I'm at the opposite end of the country. <laughs> Saturday night in London. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure where Sunday night was. I presume Sunday night was London, then Monday night in Plymouth. What a trip. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we've got we've got the Exeter and Plymouth games we've on got the Exeter Plymouth to exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. We've, we've, exactly. we've
0: talked plenty about that already. But thanks, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. We'll be back early next week to look back on the Watford game and to look ahead to the game against Cardiff at the Riverside in the Championship. Uh, as I said at the start, do do subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. If you listen on podcasts, then, then rate and review. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. And if you go to Watford, have a safe trip down and enjoy the game.